Pal, what you doing, bro? You gotta beat that like on Rented Mule. Come on. There you go. There you go. Ah, these guys, they're all gonna get fired, bro. You watch. I'm Junior Kegway, I'm a junior, but I know, I know what you're thinking. You, you're like, wow, this guy is speaking different language. Because we have people from all over the world. So first of all, we'd like to start with the attitude of gratitude. And we'd like to say mahalo to you guys. Thank you very much. We really appreciate you guys joining us for the podcast. We have people from the United Arab Emirates listening. And that's really a big thing for us because... Cause they get yeah they bro, they get Dubai they get they get all this bro, the tallest buildings like they get everything over there Dubai they get artificial islands by the way but you think Sand Island is something you think you think Magic Island is something you think Rabbit Island is something bro you should go over there go check them out anyway we'd like to mahalo you guys thank you very much and when wherever you guys are I don't care where you guys are okay but wherever you are. Okay, during the during the podcast, you guys are honorary Hawaiians. So when I say Hawaiians, I'm talking to you guys. Now, um, the states, okay, as far as the states go, California is still the largest state, then Texas, then Hawaii. Okay, so I don't know. We were we waiting for the guys in Hawaii. We're waiting. <laughs> but, you know, we're patient, right? We're patient. Um, most of those guys knew me from the radio days, right? And then, like, now, like, I don't know, podcast, different, right? No more knobs, you know, <laughs> no more kind, right? You cannot, you cannot just punch him in in a car. I mean, you can, but you got to know where to look, right? And I, I think they're still looking on the radio, <laughs> you know, you get the coupon of the guys. No, but really, they took care of me. The local people in Hawaii took care of me. And, and they are actually responsible for me. Cause, like, if, if it was just me by myself, um, I would have been broadcasting like I don't know in the bathroom or something. I would've been, you know, with the with the rabbit ears in the TV, putting them outside our window, hoping for a signal or something. But anyway, thank you very much. In this podcast, this podcast, okay, we're gonna tell you guys wake up, okay. We're gonna try wake you guys up, small kind, okay. Now I don't know if you guys you know see the climate, okay, but things are getting tighter and tighter, and the net is getting like they they pulling them in, okay. This is one big hooky lao, okay? And you, Hawaiians, are the fish, okay? I don't care if you're in Illinois, because we got listeners in Illinois, mahalo. I don't care if you're in New York. We have listeners in New York. Thank you very much, okay? I don't care where you are. I don't care if you're in Dubai, where you are, okay? But the net is getting tighter and tighter, okay? Because this is a global net you're talking about. Okay, you're not talking about something that's happening in your town, although there are things happening in your town, right? Now, the other thing you got to look at is in the United States, some states are good, right? You go Texas, right? Everything is cool. In, bro, you can wear your guns in Texas. But if you like play the kind, right? Sheriff, you can you can put on a gun belt and walk into town and you're good. You, you see what I'm saying? In Florida, you don't need to wear a mask. You know what I mean? You know, so it all depends on who your governor is 
and what kind of people you put in office, right? Now, a lot of people in Hawaii, okay, they don't really have a choice. And when I say don't, they don't really have a choice, what I'm saying is the same people that have, you know, been in power, right? They're really good at, at establishing future generations of power. And that's what you do if you want to maintain power. I mean, come on. I mean, any damn fool knows that. Okay. So, so if you're in power, right, you're not going to lose the, the power to the other party just by slacking off. No, you can do your homework. You can make sure, sure everything is sewed up. Okay. Now, for you guys that are looking at the small picture, okay, let me enlighten you. There is a bigger picture. Okay. And the bigger picture goes all the way up the pyramid. Because if we look at the pyramid as the power structure, okay? I don't care if it's a pyramid. I don't care if you want to look at it like, like I don't know, levels. If you want to go levels, right? At the very top level, there are three participants at the very top level, okay? Now, the financial arm to this whole thing, okay? And I'm talking the world now, global. Okay, because you guys, you guys are seeing, you guys are seeing a move that is that is being moved to merge everybody on into one, right? Now this has been going on for years. This has been going on like ever since, ever since. Okay. Now the guys who are behind all of this, okay, are bankers, financial guys, okay. But but this started a long, long time ago. And their goal was to make everybody one. So so they only deal with one body. They only deal with one governance. They only deal with one religion. They only deal with one everything, right? And this, but this has been going on forever. Now, they would have sold all this stuff up a long time ago if they had the right kind of cooperation. But some guys bucked the system, right? Yeah, John F. Kennedy. Bro, John F. Kennedy even bucked the system. You see what I mean? And and you know what happened to him. There's a lot of people that bucked the system. And a lot of people got, you know, um, let's say, uh, if, if you want to be kind, you can say they got pushed out. If you want to be unkind, you can say exterminate. <laughs> or you can stay, you can say rendered powerless. Because they just, they just take, first they drag you through the mud, right? And then they take away all the power you had. Because they can Bruh, they can't. Because in order to climb the ladder, and, and let me tell you, I, I know this from, from locally here, and the way the power structure is here, it's the same way every place. So like, you know, like, like for example, the entertainment industry that I was involved in, the radio industry that I was involved in, the business industry that I was involved in, all these things, right? They all have gatekeepers, and you all got, and you got to go through. You got to go through the steps, and you got to, you know, if, if you got to kiss somebody, see, I'm not good at ring kissing. I'm not, I'm very bad at it. Yeah. I was always very bad at it. I'm also bad at bullshit accepting. See, I don't accept bullshit too, too easily. And, and when I start going, Hey, bro, you know what? That's, that's wrong. And people are like, Oh, wait, 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 get him out of here. Go push him in the other room so the other guys don't, don't hear this. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so, so the big doors start to close. Right. Because when you're not, you see, when I was a kid, I saw, I, I saw the story. I think it was third grade. And the teacher would read to the, you know, to us, right? And showed us the book of the emperor and his clothes, right? And, and the, the tailor, you know, pulled a fast one on the emperor, right? The two tailors. And they told the emperor that he was wearing this fantastic gown that nobody could see, 
right? And so, and he was walking through the town in his beverages, and the little kid would call him out and said, Ah, oh, Your Majesty, you know you're walking around in Yonderwell, you see. And, and they had convinced the king that this was kind of some invisible kind of stuff, right? And when they look around and they go, bro, you guys, you guys see this beautiful thing that the emperor is wearing? Well, everybody went along, right? They go, oh, yeah, emperor, you the man. <laughs> Your majesty, you the man. You see, I'm just, I'm like that kid, though. I'm like, no, no, no. You, you're walking around in your beverages, you see. And, and if you're like that, okay, because you gotta, you gotta get along. You got, you gotta go along to get along, right? And you gotta get along. Okay, I, I just don't get along. I'm just not that kind of guy. I do my own trip. I do my own, from young, I was like that. From young, I used to go up in the mountains. I used to spend time, you know, by myself because, you know, I, I'm a thinker, right? And I used to like to think and I used to like to go, okay, what if, what if, right? And I used to see plenty of stuff and I used to think it was bullshit. Right? Okay, so I'm gonna tell you guys, right? There is a power structure, and and each each town you go to has their own power structure. Each town. So when you move to a different town, right? You gotta learn first of all who's in power and and how you can play this game, right? And money talks, right? Money talks. So if you get money, you can use that money to to you know parlay your way, or let's say, uh, you know, let let's say, uh turn something into something else, right? So you're going to parlay something into something else. What they call leverage. You're going to leverage your way here. You're going to leverage this to get that. You're going to leverage that. Bro, I did one local thing, okay? And I, you know, I'm not, I'm not bragging. I'm just telling you guys because you guys sometimes, uh, you guys are unaware that what you're doing is the right thing, okay? And then you start to question yourself, okay? So I did this thing and I'm not going to get into the thing. But I just gonna tell you guys, I did this thing locally, right? And then I went on a podcast years later, and I heard this guy, and his name is uh, Tom Wagonford. You can look him up, and he did the same thing I was doing in Hawaii, but he did him in the mainland, and he became a multimillionaire with this thing, right? With this plan that he did, the way he did it, I did the same exact thing in Hawaii, okay? And and I did not become a multimillionaire because of that, okay? Cause, cause that was in Hawaii, and I did them a little bit different with a small kind, different twist. But I was thinking to myself, wow, if I if I did that in the mainland, because I was doing the right stuff, I would have thought of doing the same thing in the mainland, no matter where I was, right? But because of the climate in Hawaii, you ever heard, you know, people walking around going, Hawaii is a bad place to do business, <laughs> you know? And that's because the guys in power now this starts in politics. And in business, right? And it works its way down. And they control this puppy tight. They control things tight over here, okay? Because once somebody gets out of line, it's everybody else's job because it's such a small place to push this guy out. And I don't care if it's a small guy that's a threat or a big guy. A big guy, even worse. Bro, I knew guys that came to town with millions of dollars. I knew this one guy, right? And he was pretty popular for a while. And then local business people started shutting him down one by one. One by one, these guys go, nah, nah, not this guy. And slowly they pushed him out. And guess what? He he moved out of town in a matter, in a matter of I think, I think five years, not even five years, almost five years. He tried and he had millions of dollars, this guy. And he was gonna do this and he was gonna do that. And you know what? He hit the stone wall every time. 
So it's not always about money, okay? They have to like you. Now, these guys that, that are in power, okay, something happened in my life where they had to deal with me at one point, okay? And I didn't push my weight around because you cannot. Hawaiians, you cannot. Not in this town. Not in this town. You cannot push your weight around in this town, okay? Because the guys in power in this town, okay, have, have these checks and balances, okay? You know, like when you go in the plantation and you get floodgates. You cannot just pull one floodgate and flood the whole irrigation okay you cannot you cannot just water the whole cane field by pulling one irrigation right we, but you, you know what i'm talking about right the thing that you know for the irrigation you pull them up all the water go through right the floodgate okay no it's a series of floodgates you gotta open right and that's how it's set up over here in business you cannot just go in and and throw your money around and push people around not in this town Maybe in another town that, that might work in another town, but you can't do it in this town. Okay. You can run your own game by yourself in this town. But if you want, you know, if you want to branch out in this town, if you want to be more, let's say community friendly or business friendly or, uh, let, let's say control board friendly, right? If you want to, if you want to get in with the control board, bro, you got to play the game. And there is a series of doors that you have to go through, okay? And there's a series of approvals that you have to get. And some of these guys, you don't even see them. You don't even know who they are. They're not in public. You know, these guys, they live up on Tantless. They, they live down on Hawaii Lower Ridge. They live in Hawaii Kai. They live in Kahala. You never see these guys, right? You never see these guys, but they call the shots, yeah, these are the shot callers. You don't see the, the, the guys that you see down at the party shaking hands and kissing babies. Okay. They work for the shot callers. They, they are extensions of the shot callers. They ain't the shot callers. Let me tell you right now. They're not. Okay. But, but see, the thing I'm trying to get at, right, is that you need to figure out the power structure. Okay. Now, what's happening right now? There's a local squeeze going on. You know, the Filipino community was really good to me. And now I see these Filipino ladies crying, okay, on camera, okay, because they're losing their jobs in the hotels. Because the hotels are not hiring them back like they should. You know what I mean? Like like back to their full-time jobs, right? They they coming in a couple days, couple days. They, they put in them on part-time, then they don't need paid benefits, see? Now, back in 2008, let me take you back, Hawaiians. Let me take you back. Back in 2008, when, you know, when the, the, the markets was falling and everything, we had the recession, okay? And we're due anytime. Right now, in my opinion, the market is just being held up, okay? They're just holding this thing up. They're, they're holding it up to avoid a crash at the moment, okay? But something's coming, Okay. Anyway, let me take you back to 2008. Everything was going down. That's when I bought my new car. That's when I ma manifested all this stuff, right? And and you know, to me, but I I saw stuff, okay, but I didn't buy into the fear of it. Okay, but back then, what I saw, I saw guys because I used to work at this radio station. I got let go. Okay, I got let go with with these other guys. I think this was 2007, something like that. But we got we got four of us got let go. Right. And then I started looking at what was really happening because the first round of cuts we saw, we was like, whoa. And then everybody started talking. Right. Oh, wow. I wonder if we're going to be the next one on the chopping board. <laughs> I wonder if we're going to be next on the list. Right. 
What I saw was corporate America, okay? And this is corporate America, make no mistake. Okay, corporate America getting more for less. In other words, people were getting two or three job, you know, like uh, amounts of work. But they were being paid one salary and the thinking was, well, you like your job, right? And they had medical. They had medical, they had the benefits, right? But now they had twice as much work and sometimes three times as much work as they did before. And you know what? It's never gone back. It's never gone back. What they did was they merged positions. Okay. Now, this didn't just happen in, in the radio industry. This, this happened in other places. Okay. This happened in plenty places. You know, where you give brother an important title, right? You know, and then and sometimes, sometimes, you know, I, I, I see these guys and I go, oh, bro, you the grand poobah of marketing, huh? You know, and they go, ah, but, you know, ah, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's not all that. Of course, it's not all that because you're working for the man. And if you're working for the man, okay, guarantee you're going to do that. Because in order to work for the man, you got to be willing to do more for less. You got to be willing to do that. Okay, so now back to the power structure, right? Now, the power structure locally has its own form. You go to Phoenix, Arizona, they get their own. They get their own. You go to, you go to San Mateo, California. You go to Sacramento, California. Same thing. They get their own. Okay, you go to New York City, they get their own. And you got to figure out, number one, what it is, okay, who it is, and where it is. And then you got to go play the game, okay? And hopefully, you meet the right people. Hopefully, you can, you know, climb the ladder or whatever you got to do and start kissing rings, right? And then, then you get to where you need to be. Now, there is a price for everything, okay? You know the story of Aladdin's lamp? I don't know if you guys know. This Disney story, you know, Aladdin, right? Aladdin's, you rub the, you rub the lamp, the genie comes, right? And the genie asks you, like, what, what you wishing for? What, what you, what you like, right? Master, right? What, what you like, master, or whatever, right? I'm just paraphrasing, okay? And you can wish to the genie, and the genie will grant your wish, but you know what? You gotta sacrifice something, right? Okay, I can tell you how it's at this point in my life, and I'm not Paul yet. I'm not Paul. I, I, I'm, I'm doing some stuff right now where I'm kind of like, you know, I never took vacations before in my life. So what I'm doing is I'm taking vacations like one week at a time, like one week here, one week there. I don't can travel right now because it's not the time to travel, right? Just when I got the, at the point where I'm going, okay, I'm going to travel, COVID happened, right? So it wasn't meant to be, whatever. But I'm taking my vacations in little little bits and pieces like this, right? So I can tell you always, at this point in my life, I went through so much, you know, rubbing the lamp, right? <laughs> rub the lamp. And, and when I say rub the lamp, okay, there's a process, okay? There's affirmations. There's prayers involved. There's meditation involved. There's centering involved. There's, there's many mental processes because it's mostly mental. Because human beings have the power through God, okay, through God. You cannot leave God out, okay? The, the minute you start factoring God out and you think it's all you, you really have problems, okay? Because I know some guys, and they really, and they suffer some huge consequences. I see these guys take huge falls. They make huge gains, right? And, oh, they balling. You, you ever see those guys, right? And they balling for a while, right? 
how they balling, they banging, they they out there, they doing all this stuff, right? All this money, everything, and all of a sudden, boom, down, right? Either somebody pulls the plug on them, okay, or they pull the plug on themselves because of the ego. Okay, so you cannot factor God out. You gotta have God in there. God has to be one of the components to your success. All right, that being said, right, I gotta tell you guys, I have paid prices. I have paid huge prices. Not just in one industry, okay, because I did several things, right? Every single thing I did, Hawaiians, there was a price. Every time I went ahead 10 miles, right? There was a price. When I went on a when I went on the radio, right? People think people think like, oh bro, you're on the radio and you know bro, there was a huge price for that. Okay? There was a huge price. There was a huge price for owning my own business. There was a huge price for setting up. We're gonna move out in December. We're moving out of our office. Okay. Which I'm not looking forward to because it I mean it's already sad. We're already pulling stuff out. You know what I mean? Like nobody's there. Nobody's been there since COVID, right? But the office has has been like a second home because I work like a dog, man. I sit down there and I pound stuff out on my laptop and I'm I'm doing paperwork. I'm doing all this kind of stuff like for years and years and years. I don't even know how to take a vacation. I've never been. I tell you guys, I have never been. I've been on 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 a couple work trips. But I've never been on a vacation. You know, real vacation, the kind you see in the movies where the guys go to a different country or they go to a different place, right? And they just cruise and, and they drink Mai Tais on a beach or something. I don't know, something like I've never done that. I have never, ever, ever, ever done that. Okay, because at one, at one stage of my life, I was too poor in my 20s. I was too poor. I never had nothing. Right now, when I started having something, when I started getting the, the companies, when we put the companies together, we started making money. I never have time. <clears throat> I know all these guys that go, oh, but bro, you got to make time. You can burn out. Bro, I never burn out. Okay. That's all in your mind, Hawaiians. That's all in your mind. The question is, first of all, how bad do you want it? Second of all, what are you willing to put in? Because you only get out what you put in, Hawaiians, okay? You're only going to get out what you put in. Now, if you put in, let's say, 50 weeks a year and you take them two weeks vacation, you're missing out on two weeks that you could actually jump ahead. And if you're the kind of person that can go without burning out, okay, because I, I took off I took off days, you know, like I would hit the wall after after a few days or maybe maybe go, go, go two weeks, right? Boom, 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 boom. And then there's that one day that I just cannot do nothing. And I'm no, I'm talking about my, my bedroom is blocked out. Okay. And I'm I'm on my bed, right? And I'm I'm drinking water all day or or whatever. Or or eating and, and drinking whatever. And just just lying on my bed and the TV is on in on black room and I'm just vegging. Okay. Now that that happened a lot. I can tell you that happened a lot. But the stretches that I move forward was huge. You talking you talking sometimes one month at a time before I hit the wall. Sometimes three weeks, sometimes two weeks, but go, 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 bang, bang, bang. 
Now you're talking about a schedule like this, like you, you, you go, you know, like, like I, I go sleep 11 o'clock. I wake up four o'clock in the morning. I'm on the radio, right? I work all the way till 10. I take a couple hours nap. I'm down at the office by 12, 31 o'clock. I'm working till seven, eight o'clock at night, right? And then I repeat the process, lather, rinse, repeat. And, and I'm talking about doing that for three weeks. I'm talking about doing what I got to do during the day for my companies. And then early in the morning, like before anybody's up, boom, I'm sitting down ready to go on the radio. Stuff like that. But I'm just saying I paid a huge, huge price for, for the companies. I paid a price to go on the radio. I paid a price for, for all the gains in my life. There was a price. Okay, there was a price for everything. So, so the, if you're willing to pay the price and you don't know what it is, there's no such thing as rubbing the, you know, the genie bottle, right? And and the genie going, okay, look, Brad, I go, I'm gonna give you this dream, but but then you gotta, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you drive the Mercedes, but in in exchange for driving the Mercedes, but this is what's gonna happen, right? The genie doesn't tell you that, you know, the genie doesn't tell you like. Okay, bro. Look, you can you can live in a million dollar house, but this is the this is the cost right here. This is the other side, right? The genie don't tell you that, but you rub the bottle, right? You go rub the bottle, okay? So the power structure, right? Once you figure it out, at a certain level, you gotta decide: Do I really want more of this crap? Do I really want to pay a bigger price? Because this is only material stuff. This is just clout, right? Am I really chasing clout here? Is this what I'm is this what I'm about? Am I a clout chaser or am am I a substance maker? Am I gonna make some substance out of this crap? Or is it just gonna be more crap? Because I can tell you how I I got collector guitars up the yin yang that I don't even touch, that are locked up in storage, that I, I can't even play. I can't play it because I don't have the time. Right? And and yeah, I could make the time. Okay, but I'm involved in so many things that need more attention than me just sitting sitting there futting around on a guitar. You see what I'm saying? And and yeah, in the in the beginning, the goal was to be a good guitar player, right? But when I saw these other guys and how good they was, I was like, uh, I don't know. I, you know, I looked at them. I go, bro, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm never gonna be like that guy. You know what I mean? Bro, I watch heavy duty guys in the industry, and I'm like, bro, who am I kidding, man? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put in the kind of dedication it takes to be like that guy, right? Because I saw some pretty, oh man, these guys are up there. The guys that I idolize, that I look at, that I, you know, I don't mean idolize like like gods or anything. I, I don't mean that. I mean guys I look up to, right? So when you get to a certain part on the on the ladder, right? You start asking yourself, is it worth it? Because you already know the price you paid for every step, right? And once you get up to the, you know, towards the top of the ladder, or let's say the upper middle section. Let's say the upper mid section, right? Because I saw these guys, they go, go, go. Oh, bro, these guys and pump these guys up. And they were living terribly. They were li- Their quality of life was terrible, right? They were, I mean, really. They, I, I can't even tell you. I can't even tell you because it's none of my business to tell you. But what I'm telling you is that in my house, you know, with with my my ohana, with my family, which was which was me and brother Wayne and and Miley, and and I can tell you, I can tell you, it was the best of everything in our house. It was the best of times, right? 
But I can also tell you that personally for me, right? I'm the one that had to pay the price. I am the one that had to go through what I had to go through to get us where we was, right? And and of course, you know, the other two guys had to come with me, right? And they had to, you know, do certain things, work. I'm talking about work, right? They had to do the work. And 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 we all we all you know, uh, we all got our own you know price to pay and and whatever. Their price was minor. I was the one out front. See, and the guy out front always is the target. Always, bro. I can't even tell you how much I was. I can't even tell you how much discrimination I went through. Okay. So once you're on that ladder, you got to make the decision. Okay, am I gonna go all the way? Because all the way has a price. Okay, you look at guys like The Rock, right? He's out there. He's the number one star in the world. I can only imagine his price, right? And he's not going to tell you his price. He wouldn't dare tell you his price because he cannot. He cannot tell you his price. Just like I cannot tell you my price, okay? And I cannot because, number one, it's personal. Number two, it wouldn't make any sense to anybody, right? Because they got to go through what they got to go through. Everybody get their own, Okay. But but at that point you gotta decide, okay? And some people look at it and go, nah, not worth it. Not worth it. I'm happy where I'm at. And then you gotta be grateful for what you have, right? And then automatically you get blessed with stuff you didn't even know was available and it starts coming. Okay, that's what I can tell you in, in my experience. Okay. Now the power structure locally is getting pretty tight. We're seeing the unions do stuff they never did. Or let's say we're seeing the unions not do stuff that they, they used to do. Okay, We're seeing all kinds of stuff with the power structure. And we can see that it's, it's, there's a realignment going on. There's an adjustment going on. And not even they know what's going on. See, because the orders are, co- are coming from higher up. Okay, now let's talk about the higher ups just so you guys are clear. Okay, okay now when you get to the higher up, and I'm talking about the world, okay? At the very top of the pyramid are three entities, okay? Now, this is the Vatican. That's one. Everybody's saying like, oh, no, bro, the Vatican. You know, and I go online, I talk about this, right? The guys online are like, oh, no, the Vatican. That, oh, that's that's old school. That uh, that doesn't happen anymore. Oh, that that was uh, that was a long time ago. The, the Holy Roman Empire uh, was, uh, was dissolved. <laughs> I'm like, dissolved. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You mean to tell me that they're going to give back all the land they acquired and they're going to give back? <laughs> you mean to tell me if I go and look in the in the papal palace, okay, because the Pope has a palace. He doesn't advertise it. He has one. Okay, you never see him in the palace. They don't show that, okay? He has a palace, okay? he He is the emperor of the world, okay? I don't know if you guys know, okay? But, but... But anyway, you think he can give back everything in his palace? Oh, no. You know what? Okay, we, Paul, uh, Holy Roman Empire, Paul. Okay, we can give back everything. No, of course not. Everything is on paper, Hawaiians. See? And, and it's the same thing locally. Remember the syndicate? Okay? Remember the syndicate? Remember back? I don't know if, if there's anybody in the age group that remembers, okay, the, the syndicate, syndicate. You know, the syndicate, the guys that you could see their guns in their gun belt when they used to go sit in a bar. But I told you guys on the podcast, right? That syndicate, okay, the syndicate you could see. The syndicate where the guys would come up to the bar owner 
and tell them one story, right? And the story was all about you got to buy a protection from us or else uh, we're not responsible for what happens to your bar. And in a couple weeks, his bar mysteriously goes up in flames. You see what I'm talking about? Now, that's the old syndicate. Okay, there is a new refined, a new and improved syndicate. And that syndicate is on paper. Okay, so let's get back to the, the world. Okay, so there's that, right? And there's the, the Zionist bankers. Okay, now the Zionists came out of the house of Rothschild. Okay, <clears throat> this was a network of banks. And th those banks gave birth to other banks. Okay. And from those banks, they gave birth to other secondary banks and third generation banks. And they come all the way down the line. Okay. Your credit union may not be related to that bank. But I guarantee you that somewhere up the chain, they're doing business. I guarantee you. Okay. Because it's a network. Okay. And one of the guys, you know, I was telling this story to one of my friends, right? In 1998, election night, I was sitting in Senator Inouye's office, right? We have a senator in Hawaii, Senator Inouye. He's, he's, he's dead, God rest his soul. He was a nice man. He At least he was good to me. Right? I don't know how he was to anybody else, but to me, he was awesome. And I was sitting in his campaign headquarters. It was just me and him on his desk. And his campaign manager was on the back desk. And she was doing, I don't know, she was doing paperwork, whatever she was doing. It was none of my business. But I was talking to the senator, right? And the senator used to get the, there was this courier. They used to come and give him the election results, like, before they were released to the media, right? And so they would come and, and they gave him the stuff and he would look it over. It was talking story. And, and you know, he was he was the kind of guy, like, like, he didn't have to impress anybody. In fact, he was so humble. He told me, he said, I'm just a public servant. That's what he told me. I'm just a public servant, right? And we were sitting down and, and you know, so, so we were talking story. And I found myself in that situation. I'm like, whoa, like, how am I even here? You know, you see what I'm saying, Hawaiians, right? And this is the law of attraction part, okay? And the power structure part was nobody in Hawaii got to be a judge without his signature, I mean, he had to see signed off on these guys, right? Now, this is not this is not something that you know is a deep dark secret, but I'm gonna tell you that all that stuff was on paper. It was all on paper, and the kind of stuff that that we was discussing that night were things that were on paper versus the old days when they were not on paper. Okay, now in the old days, the, the shoot 'em up syndicate that that's that's gone. Yeah, you have enforcers out there. <clears throat> when you owe money to somebody, yeah, you can you you can you can very easily get shot up. Uh, that still happens. But what I'm saying is, it's not the same. It's all on paper. These are contracts. Okay. Now the the reason why I, I mentioned Senator Inouye is because he was very powerful on paper, as well as in person. Okay. Now they, you're talking about the guy who headed the Armed Services Committee for the United States. Okay, he was the head of the, he was the chairman, okay? He was the chairman of all the military, every everything, 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 always, everything. So when you go farther up the chain, everything is done by contract. Now, these guys at the very top, right, they have land contracts, okay? They're, they're doing banking all the way down, all the way down the line. They set up this thing years and years and decades and centuries ago. They set up everything, and they set it up slowly, Right. 
and now it's at the point where everything is all you know it it it's all to the point where all they gotta do right is like one big hukilau for you guys outside Hawaii right you you surround the fish with a net and now all you gotta do is pull them in that's all you gotta do to sew it all up you just gotta pull them in and they they are starting to pull right now and people are feeling the squeeze because they're going hey this is not normal okay look this is nothing new this has been going on for a long long time you know that new world order everybody talks about okay that started when the colonists separated from england okay but the catch was that king george wanted them to use the money they accepted the money okay and that's what you gotta know that's how the united states takes over small countries okay the cia has been doing that for for i don't know as long as as long as i've been alive okay they go into foreign countries and they go okay we're gonna loan you guys money because they need money to survive right their people are dying right they go into the country and and oh by the way the the rothschild family and, and they, they create famines they create they create wars they create everything okay these guys they pull the strings the strings of the world Okay, now I'm gonna tell you guys how pretty soon. Hang, hang, hang in there with me. Okay, so, so the, these guys, right? They loan money to foreign countries. Let's say Uganda, okay, because they did that over there too. So let's say Uganda. So you go in and you tell the the king of Uganda. You know, he used to be Idi Amin at one point. The guy was an animal. Anyway, but you go in and you loan them money with interest. There's no way they can pay you back. There's no way. Not with a substantial amount of money. Not when you're loaning them a few million dollars plus interest. The interest is where they get you. You can, cause you, you can start paying off only the interest, like a credit card, right? You're paying off interest unless you're paying off the whole thing in full. And if you're a country that needs money, first of all, you don't have what it takes to pay them off in full, right? So you're paying interest, right? And that's how they get you. Okay, so that that's how they take over countries. It's it's not like the old days where they march into the country and I mean sometimes they do that, but it's on paper now is what I'm saying. Now, when you get up to the higher power structure, you get the Rothschilds, you get the committee of 300. There's 300 people that make the decisions for the entire world, and I mean for everything. For industry, for every industry you can think, for insurance, for banking, for everything. Everything Hawaiians, okay? Now above that, you got the you got the Vatican above that, right? So the Pope is above that, the Queen is above that, okay? But if you notice, I don't know if you go on Google, right? I don't know if you guys can find them. Cause I, I looked one time and I found them and then mysteriously was gone. But there's a picture of Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip kneeling before the sword of the state. This big golden sword, okay? It's a big sword and it's on a cushion, right? And that cushion is like, you know, right in front of them with the thing. And they're kneeling on a pew. Do you know the kind of pews you get, you know, in churches and stuff? Episcopal church, Catholic church, you get that kind. You can kneel down. And, okay, so they're kneeling before the sword of the state to show respect. Now, if you know who owns that sword, you know who they're kneeling to, okay? And believe me, they kneel, Okay. They kneel. You, you know, like they say, like, like every knee shall bow, right? Every knee shall bow to Jesus Christ, right? They talk Jesus Christ. Do you know who owns Jesus Christ? 
Right? Okay, do some research and you go find out who owns Jesus Christ. I'm not talking about the Jesus, Jesus, the guy, the guy who existed. We don't know if he existed, right? Because Jesus, as we know it, is a religious figure and not a historical one. But if he is a historical one, if he was a man, right? He don't have blue eyes. He don't have white skin. He don't have blonde hair. Okay? So that Jesus that you see, that is registered to the Vatican. Okay? So that's what I'm talking about when I say, you know, who Jesus belongs to. That Jesus belongs to the Vatican. Now, if you see the other Jesus, you know, the one with the Mediterranean, the dark skin. Okay? That's the Jesus you hardly see. Okay? And that Jesus belongs to God. That that Jesus does not belong to the Roman Catholic Church because they don't put that one up. They don't put that up in, in inside the church, right? Because all these guys, bro, they 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 would lose everybody, right? Because they're Europeans, okay? So yeah, Jesus is the blue-eyed, blonde-haired Jewish man, right? Okay. Put two and two together, Hollins. Okay. Now the Jesuit order is in charge of all the politics on the on the globe. Okay, if we live on a globe, some people think we live on a flat earth, right? Because of the firmament that's in the Bible. Okay, so I don't know if you guys, you know, I'm going, I'm going to throw that out. I'm not going to, because I don't have enough proof. Somebody asked me on Facebook, one of the guys that listens to the podcast, thank you very much, brother. I'm not going to out you, but yeah, you know who you are, right? And he asked me, he goes, what do you think, Junior? We live, we live on one globe or we live on the kind of flat earth or what? And you know what? I really don't have enough information if I have to go by God, if I have to go by what the the Bible says, then I have to say flat earth. Mm-hmm. And I do know that mainstream science lies to us all the time about all kinds of stuff. Okay. And I do know that there's a big difference between conspiracy and corruption. <clears throat> okay. Corruption is when somebody comes into the marketplace or into something and changes stuff in, to their benefit. That's not a conspiracy. That's corruption. And we have been corrupted. Mankind has been corrupted. Humanity has been corrupted. The Bible has been corrupted. It's been changed. It's been altered. There's been books taken out by the Catholic Church. All of that. Okay. But anyway, at the top. Okay. I'm just giving you guys some side info. You guys go, go do your research. Go, go check them out, you know. Don't believe a word I say, okay. But the Jesuit order, they, they're involved in politics. Their job is to keep the politics straight. They also rewrite history with the Benedict order, okay. So I don't know if you guys know about the Benedict order. Everybody's heard about the Jesuits. What about the Benedict order, okay. These monks, these Benedict monks, okay. What do they do? They, they're scholars. They're scholars, Bro, these guys, these guys are educated to the highest because they run the educational system. They built it. Okay? Now, whatever they don't want you to know is not going to be in the curriculum. <clears throat> it might be in the library, but it's not going to be part of the plan. You see what I'm saying? Not going to be part of what you learn in college. Most of these guys, bro, these, these guys I know, and they're college graduates with degrees, with Masonic degrees. And, and they're looking at this stuff that I'm showing them. And they go, wow, we never learned that. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> of course you never learned that. Because they never like you learned that. Whatever they don't want you to learn, they slowly write out of history. There's tons of history that's been erased. There's tons of history that's been rewritten. And I don't know if you guys know about the 
nuclear weapons that we had back in the 1800s, okay? There is suspect that before the 1800s, we had nuclear weapons, okay? According to mainstream science, this only appeared in, in the 50s, in the 40s and 50s, right? In, in the late 30s, right? And then developed, and then we dropped them on Japan, and that was it, right? That, 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 bah, Hawaiians, that was just a warning. That was like, okay, you see this? See what it did to the Japanese? This is going to happen to you guys. You guys want that? That's what that was. Okay, President Truman made that decision. Okay, I don't know where he is, if he's in heaven or if he, bro, I, I don't know. I don't know if he's singing chestnuts roasting on an open fire right now. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so, but you got the Jesuit order and they keep the politics and the education going. Okay, now every college is a Masonic college. Go look at the symbolism, learn the symbolism. Go look at them. You know that each college, right? They get these these symbols in alpha, beta, kappa, you know, delta, whatever, right? It's all that stuff. When you guys learn to read the symbolism, just just go Google and pull up collegiate symbols, okay? And you can see that you can see the similarities. Then go pull up Masonic symbols and then go look, and you go, oh yeah, the bugger kind of same, kind of the same but different, and then. You guys look up flags, okay? Flags of the world and go look at them and go look like how they're designed, okay? And then you go corporate logos and look at that, okay? Now, here's what you can see. You can see a lot of suns, okay? You can look, you can see a lot of suns in state seals. Pull, pull that up. State, state seals of America, okay? And then go look countries of the world. How many suns are on the flags? That's all Masonic, that is all Masonic. We live in a Masonic world, okay? So so what you can do about this, Hawaiians, right? What you can do, okay? At the very top of the pyramid, you got the Rothschilds, which is the financial system of the world, okay? And these are Jesuits. These, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. These, these, these are Zionist Jews, okay? These are Zionists, right? And they're running everything, okay? Now they want to rule from Jerusalem, Okay, so President Trump, you know, he went down, he made that the capital, right? The new capital, right? Okay, so so anyway, and that's where the, you know, biblical prophecy said, okay, they're going to rule from there, right? Well, the guys that the guys that run the place, the guys that own the place, and they basically own the Catholic Church, they basically own the crown, because like I said, you know, the, the one that the queen is kneeling to, the, the guy who owns that sword is the House of Rothschild. Okay, because they, they sponsor everything. They, they finance everything. They loan money to everybody. Okay, that's where people get their money from. Now, if you owe them money, you are under them, basically. Okay, so the Catholic Church is the second largest landowner. Guess who the first largest landowner is? Okay, go look them on points. Go check it, check it, check it out, Hawaiians. Okay, so you got three principal powers. Now, the United States is the military power. The Vatican is, is the religious power. Okay, and what is the Vatican doing right now? They're trying to say, oh, we need, we need everybody to get together. We need to merge all these religions. Everybody needs to get along. We need to move all these guys into one cathedral, right? Okay, and then you get the... the the British, which is the House of Rothschilds, right? And the, the finance. Okay. And then you get America, the military arm. Okay. Now, if you think 
that the United States military is vulnerable to the Chinese. I got an, I got a different story for you. I got a very different story for you. Okay. I got a very different story because, you know, if, if the United States and China were to scrap it out, I don't think there would be much of a world left. Okay. Because, but, but the, the top, right? The one, the finisher is going to be the United States. Okay. But, but like I said, you know, I don't know about the condition of the planet after that, or, or, or let's say the realm, if we're talking a flat earth or what, whatever we're talking about. See, I don't know if the world is round. I don't know if the world is actually flat. I haven't had time to go check it out. Did you have time, Hawaiians? You've been working, right? You guys working, working, and now you're listening to the podcast. Thank you very much. Okay. But I'm just telling you that these powers have been in place for centuries, longer than you and I have been alive. And right now, we're going to change them? See, here's what I think, Hawaiians. I think there's always balance because I think God is real. Okay? I believe that God is real. And when I talk about God, you know, I don't know what his name is. I don't know if his name is Yahweh. I don't know if his name is Jehovah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, you know, I, I'm not sure if it's Jesus Christ. Because Jesus Christ, when I, was, when I was a young kid, Jesus Christ was the son of God. Now he's got promoted to God. I don't know if you guys saw lately, right? Jesus is, is God now. Everybody, everybody's praying to Jesus as God and, and not the son of God, right? Because cause there's this thing with the Roman Catholic Church where, where in astrotheology, right? The Son of God, the Son and Son are, are synonymous. The S-U-N and the S-O-N, right? And all these holidays are on the, you know, the winter solstice, the spring equinox, all of this. And these, is, these are where all the celebrations were always held, Okay. And then there's, I'm going to throw this in for you guys, okay? I'm going to throw in the Santa Claus story for you guys. What it's really talking about is the claustrum in the human being, okay? And what it's talking about is the Christos or the Christ. And it's the oil and it goes down the spine to the sacrum, okay? Now, during meditation, this oil, only during the period of, there's a certain period every month depending on when you were born, that this is possible. And when you meditate during this certain time, okay, the Christos, the Christ, rises, okay? It ascends, okay? Christ ascends, you know the story, like from the tomb, right? Okay, and and down there in the sacrum is the lower mind, okay? And this oil rises up and rises up till it gets to your pineal gland, okay? And that's ascension, so ascension and all this happens inside the human body. This outside stuff, the stuff you see on the outside, bro, these guys are running a playbook. Using, they're using the Bible as a playbook and they're running on playbook on you guys, on all of us, on, on all of us. Okay. Now back to the principal powers. What can we do? Well, you know what? I think God is real. And I think peaceful noncompliance is at best the answer. You know, because there's more of us, right? There's more servants than there are masters on the planet, right? You're talking a committee of 300. You're not talking a committee of 300 million, right? These are 300 individuals that make the plans for everybody else. The thing that's making it more difficult as time goes on is technology is improving at a very rapid rate. And as that happens, it's more difficult for us to get untangled from this web 
you know, like using cell phones, like, like, like watching these digital TVs that are watching us, right? You know, like all this stuff. I mean, can the digital TV can watch you if it, if they, if they have it do that, they can. Okay. They can hack in and they can have, they can spy on you through your TV. They're not spying on anybody. I don't believe they are unless, unless like you, I don't know, you suspect for a crime or whatever, right? But it's possible. Okay, it's possible with the wiring that they've developed, right? The cables that they develop, it can go both ways. It can transmit and receive. That's what I'm saying. I'm not trying to make you paranoid. I'm not paranoid. I'm just saying, okay, technology is the one that's really sealing the deal for these guys. Okay, and I'm not saying to throw away your cell phones or anything like that. No, keep listening to the podcast and, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Keep living your life, but focus on you. Focus on your family. Focus on your quality of life and the decisions that you make. And when you see something you don't agree with, you're going to feel it in your na'au. Okay, for you guys outside outside Hawaii, that means you're going to feel it in your gut. You're going to know that it's not right. And when it's not right, just say, uh, no, thank you. No, thank you. That's all right. That's all right. Guys come knocking on your door. Uh, did you know about the... Hey, did you know about the vaccine? Nah, nah, it's okay, bro. We don't, we don't need vaccine in this house, right? Because at this point, they cannot force you, okay? At this point, okay? And we don't want to get, we don't want it to get further than this point, okay? So, you know, what I'm saying is the same people who have always run stuff are still running it, okay? They're still running the game. They're still doing all this stuff, okay? Nothing has changed, Hawaiians, okay? Okay? So don't let fear get the best of you, okay? And you guys watch because other people bigger and badder than us are working on taking these guys down. They're working on, on creating a balance. They're working on making things fair, okay? And in the meantime, what you got to do is just, uh, no, thank you. Because that's what I used to do. But I used to be around. I used to be around the biggest entertainers in Hawaii, I used to be around and their friends used to come and these guys and they used to can you know and they they show me these little vials, right? And they used to go, Oh bro, I bought a little Tudorutsky and I'm like, ah no, I I I don't think so. So so I was so I I was I was just like I was just like, no, that was like um peaceful non compliance, right? They're like, Oh bro, you like some the kind of I was like, nah, nah, it's alright. I'm not like no no Hawaiians, peaceful, non-compliance. All right, you know what to do. Hey, we'd like to mahalo our sponsors, Island Club and Spa. Two convenient locations, one in Waikiki, one in my favorite, Kaka'ako. Yep. Brother Andy, sister Jerry, mahalo, mahalo, mahalo. Also to Voice Master Enterprises, family of service companies, and AFMHawaiiMusic.com. Till next time, I'm Junior Kekoeva Junior saying, hey, don't comply, but do it peacefully. Mahalo. Aloha.